Welcome to episode 4 of Happily Reformed, a podcast where we discuss practical theology for the average Joe from a Reformed perspective. I am your host, Jimmy Snowden. In this fourth episode of the Happily Reformed podcast, we'll be discussing a brief devotional from the book Morning and Evening by Charles Spurgeon on serving God where he has set you. I hope that this is an encouragement for you in the middle of the week. So sit back and enjoy the show. Well, I'm coming to you from my backyard again. This is another uh, episode from nature where you can hear the sounds of nature, birds chirping, dogs barking, my neighbors, I can hear them talking right now. You can hear my air conditioner running like a beast behind me to keep up with the hot summer air. And you can hear, I can hear a motorcycle, oh, there's a dog, and um, oh, there's a neighbor yelling at the dog. Uh, Then we can hear uh, weed eaters tearing up the grass, and I think I hear a chainsaw. It's, I mean, these are the sounds of nature. This is, this is the stuff that you live for, and what I want, was thinking about doing was producing a podcast, a midweek, a, uh, an episode for the middle of the week, because I know that on Sunday we spend the day in worshiping our Lord, and but then on Monday we, we go to work, and we get back from church, and we observe the Lord's day. And then on Monday through Friday, we go out in amongst the people of the world. We, as it were, go on their turf. And sometimes the busyness of life and the the weight of the responsibilities that we have at work and just in life in general with your house and your family and everything else, it can be overwhelming. And sometimes it's nice to have a midweek pick-me-up. And uh, this morning, what I want to do for this Wednesday morning episode is I'm going to read a devotional by Charles Spurgeon that I read last week uh, from his book, Morning and Evening. It's just a short devotional. This is only three paragraphs long. And it's about serving the Lord where he has set you. And I thought that this would be a really encouraging devotional for us to consider. And so I'm just going to read it and then follow up with a few thoughts. And um, and that's how this will go. He bases this devotional off of 1 Chronicles 4.23, where it says, These were the potters who lived there in the king's service. And this is what Spurgeon has to say on that passage. Potters were among the rakes, ranks of manual workers. But the king needed potters, and therefore they were elevated to royal service, although the material upon which they worked was nothing but clay. In the same way, we also may be engaged in the most menial part of the Lord's work, but it is a great privilege to do anything for the king. 
and therefore we will play our part, hoping that, although we live among the pots, we will soar in the service of our master. These people dwelt among plants and hedges and had rough, rustic hedging and ditching work to do. They may have wanted to live in the city amid its life, society, and refinement, but they kept their assigned places because they were doing the king's work. There is no ideal place for us to serve God except the place where he sets us down. We are not to run from it on a whim or sudden notion, but we should serve the Lord in it by being a blessing to those among whom we live. These potters and gardeners had royal company, for they lived with the king, and although among hedges and plains, they lived with the king there. No lawful place or gracious occupation, however menial, can keep us from communion with our Lord. In hovels, run-down neighborhoods, and jails, we may keep company with the king. In all works of faith, we can count upon Jesus' fellowship. It is when we are in his work that we may reckon on his smile. You unknown workers who are serving the Lord amid the dirt and and wretchedness of the lowest of the low, be of good cheer, for jewels have often been found among rubbish. Earthen pots have been filled with heavenly treasure, and ugly weeds have been transformed into precious flowers. Dwell with the king and do his work, and when he writes his chronicles, your name shall be recorded. I just thought this was so good, because sometimes, you know, in the middle of the week, going to work day in and day out, sometimes you feel, you know, like you're maybe in a dead-end job, or you you say, you know, I really wish I could be doing something a little bit more spectacular with my life. I seem to be, what, what I'm doing seems to be, um, you know, just kind of boring, maybe. And you, you don't find purpose in it. But let me, let me just say this. Just like what Spurgeon said, he said, there is no ideal place for us to serve God except the place where he sets us down. Where has God set you down? Well, that's where he has called you to be. And it's not a waste of time. And it's not unspectacular work if you're doing the king's work. He says, this is so good. He says, no lawful place or gracious occupation, however menial, can keep us from communion with our Lord. And that's something that is so true. You know, I go to work and I work, um, having been a full-time pastor uh, for however many years, I now work in the secular, you know, the secular construction world. And every day I go, it's it's obviously very different. And there's a different mindset, a different purpose to what I do. Um, but, you know, this is one of the things that I've learned is that there there is no lawful place or gracious occupation, however menial, can keep us from communion with our Lord. At work, something that I do is I have a verse calendar on my desk, and I'm every morning I go in, I look at that verse, I put passages, Bible passages, on my computer screen as reminders throughout the day, and I constantly am trying to find ways to get, you know, even when I, as silly as it may sound, even when I go to the bathroom, I, I think of that as my time, 
yes, to go to the bathroom, but also my time to be alone with my Lord, to get just a, a little breath of, of uh, a, little, a little moment where I can cry out to him and I can seek fellowship with him. And, and let me just encourage you to do that, to find little ways, even if, you know, putting a verse on the, the screen of your phone, something that, uh, something that you're going to look at frequently throughout the day. I have my verse calendar right there on my desk. And um, so long as it doesn't interfere with your work, you know, when I have a, my lunch, I look at that verse. And it's so important to have those things because it's important to know that, that no occupation or no place can keep us from communion with our Lord. We can keep company with the King wherever we are, whatever we're doing, through prayer, through memorizing scripture and recalling that scripture. Just when we have, maybe you only have 30 seconds, but that 30 seconds, you know, is, is long enough to think of a verse like, God demonstrated his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That doesn't take 30 seconds to recall. It doesn't take 30 seconds to recall if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? There, there's, <laughs> that's a glorious passage, and that doesn't take 30 seconds it doesn't it just these little moments of time where you can just get a second to yourself and remember that you are serving God by working at the job that you're working or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom you're a stay-at-home parent and you don't get much interaction i know with my wife she doesn't get much interaction with the outside world and it can be very confining and very lonely and there's the daily grind of dishes and laundry and medicines. And, and and when she does the dishes, as soon as she cleans the dishes, they're dirty again. And it feels, you know, like that whole hamster wheel thing. But let me just say this, that you can find communion with the Lord and no, no occupation. And that's what we learn in this verse here in First uh, Chronicles chapter 4 is that there's no occupation that is above the Christian, whether it's digging dishes, ditches or uh, being a potter or uh, working at a gas station as an attendant. We always, the Lord always offers to us communion with him. The Lord always has work for us to do and how we serve one another, how we represent him as ambassadors, as representatives of the King of Heaven how we love our fellow man and when God gives us opportunity, how we advocate for his name and preach his gospel and stand for righteousness in the midst of a fallen world. Well, I just wanted to encourage this, encourage you, encourage you with this devotional. I just thought, I thought this was just so good in the middle of the week to get this little encouragement. So uh, just to close, I want to read just a passage that is really helpful for me with this, uh, that I think about often while I'm at work, and it's Colossians chapter 3. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. 
you are serving the Lord Christ. That's from Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Well, I hope that you've been blessed by this and I'll catch you on the next one. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this fourth episode of the Happily Reformed podcast. Uh, I would love to hear from you. Uh, you can email me at happilyreformed at gmail.com. I always love to hear from my listeners any feedback that you may have, what you like, what you don't like, any suggestions or ideas that you may have, even suggestions or ideas for uh, future series or anything like that, any ideas or topics that you want me to touch on. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, please like the uh, episode, subscribe to the podcast, please rate the podcast, and as always, the appropriate number of star- stars is five stars. Stubergear, he is, he has inspired me to continue to say that. Um, and please share it with your friends on social media, uh, Twitter and Facebook and wherever you may do your social media in, uh, I think that's a word media in, well, anyways, either way, uh, please share it, uh, get it out there and I appreciate you listening in and I will catch you on the next one. Stay happily reformed.